When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Now, last month saw the publication of the much-anticipated Electoral Commission, which will shape the constituency landscape for the next general election. The main headliners for us here in Cork uh, was the transfer of Mallow Urban and Rural Electoral Divisions from Cork East to Cork North Central. Labour Doll Deputy for Cork East is Sean Charlock, and he joins me in studio this morning to talk about the impact of the move of his uh, home base. Good morning to you, Sean. Good morning, Patricia. I had you on probably the day or two after the uh, the uh, the electoral commission published their report, and I did ask you, and you said you needed to make a decision because obviously your home base was moving. You've made the decision about your political future, and that's what you're joining us here today to talk about. What is that decision? Well, first of all, may I say, Patricia, that I'm I feel a great privilege at the fact that I'm sitting before you because I'm communicating with yourself and directly to the people of the county of Cork who I've always felt I had a first duty of care to. And when I spoke to you on the 1st of September, uh, I gave an undertaking to you that I would come back to you and communicate with you uh, my decision. So I have weighed it up over the last month or so, and I have taken the decision now not to contest uh, the election for Dáil Éireann uh, at the next election. And... I have done a lot of weighing up of that decision uh, and I have decided that uh, because I am so wedded and embedded, if you will, into the constituency of Cork East, you know, where I represent the towns of Mallow, you know, Mitchestown, Formoy, all of the little hamlets and enclaves in between, the Butterfans, the Donrells, you know, the Castletown Roaches, all of these places where over many decades and on an intergenerational basis, going back to my father before me, where you get to know the people, you get to know their issues and you build up the relationships with them. The decision then, which came along in late August, to actually take Mallow out of Cork East. Did you see that coming? I did not see that coming, but it had a tremendous impact because it meant that Places like Kildare, which is the basis, the foundation for the Sherlock family going back 57 years ago when it all began, going back to my late father. The idea that I could no longer be allowed, if you will, to represent the people of those parishes and communities just didn't, is not sitting well with me. And the idea then that you would then start afresh at this hour of my life, having served 16 years in Dáil Éireann, and it's been the privilege of my life, and I'm so grateful for the mandate that I have received from the people. I'm eternally grateful to the people for vesting their confidence in me. Uh, that the idea of starting afresh in a place, in the places like the Ballin Colleagues, the, the North Centrals of this world, it, it was a bridge too far for me, to be honest, and you'd be knocking uh, on doors with people going, "Who are you?" You would be knocking on doors potentially with people who are you. Now, when I spoke to you first, 
I have to say that the fire was in the belly like in the first week. You say five seats, we'll give it a go. But then you start to consider your own personal circumstances. I have a very, very young family. I, we have three children, my wife Maura and I. You know, we, we spoke at length about it. And I, I want to spend as much time as I possibly can with my family in, you know, in the short time that we all have on mm-hmm. this planet. And I suppose I'm at a juncture now where had it Corkies remained the same, I probably would have kept going. But the decision of the Boundary Commission and they had a difficult job to do. And I hold, you know, nothing against them on that one. It's, you know, that's politics. I accept the decision fully. But you, you get such a short space of time uh, on in this life that I felt that I didn't want to start again. And it's a personal decision. And I suppose the decision of the Boundary Commission forced me to think about my own life and work patterns and personal life and so on. And because I have such a young family and because I want to spend more time with them, I didn't want to move into a new constituency which would see me moving further away from my family because the workload would be yeah, and, Herculean. And, 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 you know, I suppose you're in a rather unique position in that, you know, your dad was, was, was Joe Sherlock. So you, you grew up in that household where dad was the elected representative. So you know what that's like. Is there a part of you that doesn't want that for your children? Well, the only thing I can say to begin with is that it is an incredible privilege to be given a mandate by your fellow citizens to serve in your national parliament. That is the greatest accolade that one could ever hope to achieve in my in my view. So to serve the public is just, it's a remarkable privilege, but it is all encompassing. Uh, if you do it, you have to be absolutely and utterly, entirely committed to it, 110%. Uh, we talk about dynasties in Ireland, but if you, there are still relatively few dynasties and it's growing fewer and fewer, the number of dynasties in Ireland, I would suggest. And all one wants for one's children, and this is human, is for them to be happy and to make their own decisions when they reach adulthood about what it is that they want to do with their lives. So that's that's all I want, no more than any other parent for their children. So, but for me now at this juncture, um, you know, where a decision is made that is not is beyond your control, where you feel you've given your best, and I'm thinking about the team that we have. I'm thinking about my sister Una who, you know, serves the people as well in the background. Uh, I'm thinking of, you know, my late father, obviously, and the the wonderful family, the extended family and the team of supporters who've been with my late father and with me as well. All of those people, you know, they've been out knocking on doors, you know, for, I would say, donkey's years. And, you know, they understand the decision now. After 57 years, the Sherlock family will not be on the ballot paper in the constituency of Cork. It's, it's interesting that you, you mentioned Una, your sister. Um, you obviously spoke at length with um, Una. When you, when you finally came to the decision, I'm not going to run in the next general election, what, what was Una's reaction well, and advice? I, I think we discussed these issues as a family. And sometimes things come to a forced ending and sometimes there's a natural ending and in the beginning we thought oh my goodness the challenge now of representing 
Cork North Central, but we have to try and win a seat in Cork North Central. But soon that gives way to some reflection. And I think we, our family, and I speak collectively here and I include Una, I suppose we reflected on it and we and we came to the conclusion collectively because it is a team. And, you know, I always say when I go into that office in Mallow and I meet Una like and, and Peter, like I'm only the boy in that office sometimes, you know what I mean? Because it's the work that Una does. It's the work that Peter does and everybody who has ever worked for us in the past. But we've always worked collectively. I've always said we have a very flat structure within the office because, you know, we... we, we, we give, there isn't a boss. There isn't a boss as yeah, such, yeah. you know. And what I would say on that one is that, you know, in terms of reaching the decision to answer your question, you arrive at the decision collectively to a process of discussions. And it's a, I feel it's a, a natural ending to what is a 57-odd year uh, representation by the Sherlock family in politics in Corky. So it's coming to a natural end in that sense, even though the decision that was made, which was external and you had no control over, it, you know, was probably not natural in that sense. Yeah, I can see it's just uh, uh, some of the reactions um, on uh, text. Um, Hi Patricia and Sean, I'm really saddened to hear that Sean Sherlock will no longer be running for election. I want to thank him for representing the people of Corky so well. I wish him well with his future plans. It's a sad day for all of us and especially for the Kildarri uh, area and someone else pretty much saying the same thing and someone else is asking what will this mean for Mallow would Sean worry about the future of Mallow that the fact that it's gone into such a large constituency well I I can only speak for my own contribution uh, to public life and for me the motivating factor for me to get into public life the biggest issue because it's about issues was Mallow General Hospital and I remember shortly before Dad passed away we sat down and we spoke about I, I said look give me the riding instructions here Mallow what do we need to do for the hospital and there was a list of jobs that had to be completed in relation to you know endoscopy medical assessment unit and ensuring the future of the hospital so I, I'm happy that the work that my late father started you know is complete now that we have a hospital in the town of Mallow that is absolutely future-proofed and will go from strength to strength. And the evidence of that is the new building that you see uh, going up as we speak. It means that nobody will ever try to come and take that hospital away from me in the way that they would have done, take it away from us uh, in the way that they would have done in in the past. And I, I feel we have delivered, and I can only talk about my own record in relation to, you know, I'm glad that I helped to build schools in towns where in the darkest days of government between 11 and 16, where we didn't have any money, I was able to, as Minister of State in the Department of Education and working with my colleague in government at that time, David Stanton, as a team, you know, we worked might and main to ensure that we got rid of prefabs. You know, I remember Rory Quinn coming down Prior to 2011, before we ever went into government, he was the Labour spokesperson on education. I brought him around to schools and I said, if we ever get into government, Those you know, we, we need that Gwail And we, they did. We need that Gwail School in Formoy. We need Rahan. All of those. So the only thing I can say in answer to that is one makes 
the contribution in the best way that one can. One, I hope that I've served the people to the best of my ability. I'm eternally grateful to the people for giving me the mandate that they've given. Uh, and it's for somebody else now perhaps to to take up the cudgel. Okay, I, uh, I'm d- just to let listeners know, in case they've just joined us, I'm speaking with uh, Cork Eastall Deputy Sean Sherlock, who has announced he won't be running in the next uh, general election. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com What do you think if uh, your father, Gopi Gautum, was alive, what do you think his advice would have been to you at this moment in time? My father was the type of person who always said to us, you know, he never expect, there was never an expectation that I would go into politics. He always said to us, do whatever makes you happy, you know, and that was always his, his advice. And it just so happened that it made me very happy to go into politics. Yeah. And, uh, and it was, sorry, and was it directly because of him? Yes, because like I... I I'm I'm in danger of becoming slightly emotional at this stage, yeah. but like he had a profound effect on my thinking, uh, and uh, because he carved out a seat in Dalaran out of nothing, he had a small team of very committed people, and he worked day and night. He gave everything to politics, everything to the people. So some of that I hope rubbed off on me. Uh, and I've always maintained that the core philosophy that he had was that it's always it's the people, you know, and it's the people who are the most vulnerable, the people who don't have their own voices, uh, the people who don't have the seat at the table. They're the people that we represent. And we do that to this very day. If you're vulnerable, if you don't have your own voice. We may not succeed for you, but by goodness, we'll go through the wall for you in in trying our best for you. And that has been the core principle. So the foundation for me was always, you know, my father's politics. And that was, but there was always within the Sherlock family, and I think of my aunts and my uncle, they, they were always given to public service, whether it's community service, whether it's, you know, community councils, whether it's, you know, volunteering. There was always that philosophy. So I think of my, my aunts and uncles in that sense. So that Sherlock gene of public service is always there. It's in your DNA. It's in your DNA. And that, yeah. will, that yeah. will continue, yeah. I'm sure. Well, how did the Labour Party react when you made your final decision? I think they were... You know, when I spoke to Ivana and I spoke to my part- parliamentary party colleagues and I spoke to my supporters locally, you know, I think people were maybe to begin with quite taken aback by the decision. They were shocked, but they fully understand. They themselves are politicians. They know what the sacrifices are that you, you make. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, they, they fully understand. And particularly, as I say, Patricia, given that I have a very young family mm. and, you know, they are my f- 
first priority. My my little family that I'm you know so happy to have, and so so lucky to have Maura and our extended family. You know that my first duty of care is to my family. So so they fully understand that if if I am now taking the decision because I want to spend more time with my family, they're human, so they understand that fully. Um, and look, people will make you know the the case that look this will have an impact for the Labour Party in terms of electoral prospects and so on and so forth. And they'll talk about polling numbers. The only thing I would have to say to that is that the Sherlock family have always outpolled the pollsters. And each election is an individual constituency election. And I'm very confident that there are new people coming through you know, I see people coming through for the next local elections now. That's going to be my priority. That's where I'll be putting my energy in trying to help, you know, retain seats on Cork County Council through Cahal Rasmussen, James Kennedy, you know, ensuring then that... So you're not, you're not going to leave politics not at as all. such? No, not at all. Because that will... I, I will be involved in political action and activism for the rest of my days yeah. because that's just in the DNA. My job now will be to try and help Peter Horgan, for instance, get elected to Cork City Council. And we will have... Very good candidates coming through okay. in the Fomoy okay. electoral area. You're still a politician. You're yeah. still, and, 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 and just, you're still electioneering. But, but I, and I fully, fully understand where you're coming from with the, the young family. And I think it's, it's possibly different for the Dublin TDs. They can go home every night. Is that the hardest part? You obviously bring home to see how the children are. And there must, there must have been times where you left where someone was spiking a temperature or somebody had chicken pox. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's happened lots of times. Now, yeah. thank goodness for Irish Rail. People give out about Irish Rail, but Irish Rail has been the greatest gift for me because it means that if ever there are family emergencies like that, you know, the option is always there to get the nine o'clock train out of Dublin. Yeah, uh, try get home. a pair yeah. <laughs> if there's a late vote if there's anything happening at home and and, and I, I, we're so lucky that we have that rail system and now we have the extended leap which we've campaigned for five years on and you know but 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 I suppose what I'm saying is that it's important now for me to 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 be more involved in my family life yeah. I suppose you know you don't want to miss out I don't want to miss out yeah. I don't want like we. You know, and I don't want to speak too much about my own personal circumstances, except to say that I I love going to the training sessions. I love going to the events that the lads are involved in. And I want to be very much involved in that. And I don't want to miss out on that. I have been living out of a suitcase for about 16 years. I'm so used to it now. I did. It just becomes second nature. Uh, but when the decision of the Boundary Commission was made, I started to think about the fact that, you know, how much longer can one continue that life and still maintain a family life? And something has to give. And I, I'm just reprioritising back towards my family. And are you at peace with the decision I, I, that I'm, you've made? I am very, very happy about the decision. I met with uh, our own team, the Labour Party Cork East team last night. Uh, it was a fabulous meeting because I looked at the faces of the people that were there who have been there for years, stalwart people who went out and knocked on doors, uh, you know, for, you know, for 50 years in some instances, Mm. you know. And um, I was happy leaving that meeting that we have made our contribution. But I think there is a there will be a further contribution, but it will be for somebody else to step onto the pitch now. But uh, I'm happy with my decision 
Uh, I'm happy that we have done our best for people. I'm, I'm happy that we have delivered projects for people in the constituency of Cork East. And I've happy, I'm happy that we have always tried to represent the people who are the most vulnerable. That's always been our stock and trade. Uh, but we'll continue to do that because I'm not finished yet. OK, someone <laughs> says, uh, Michael says, all the best uh, to Sean Sherlock, who we soldiered many years ago in summer jobs, making a few quid to get us through college through the winter season. He was a genuine, admirable guy, never changed through the years. I followed him through his public life. He's not just a loss to the North and East Cork area, but Sean Sherlock will be a loss to the entire body politic. More power to him in more power to him in his next chapter. Michael Thank Foley, Killavullen, now <laughs> well, you know, Michael Foley, you know, a great man and a great journalist in yeah. his own right, a great sports journalist, Absolutely. a mighty writer. Like, you know, Absolutely. Yeah. What now for Sean Sherlock? So I, I, I'm, I, I know that today I have work to do and it's like I said, uh, the last day, you know, I have jobs to do today and I have, I'll keep going and I'll put 110% of my energy into, uh, you know, the rest of my days as a public representative until the end of my mandate. And and I'm not just saying this, I have a list of jobs to do after this and we'll just take it day by day. Because by you, day. You, you go now, I mean, you're, you're not leaving Pollock, you're not leaving no. Cork East today. It's when the next general election, because we've released another year um, until the next uh, election is uh, called. So you'll work. But, by the way, has politics changed in the, it's the, the 16 years? You're about 20 years altogether in politics Never lost an election either, which is not, not every politician can say that. But I'm watching in particular um, the rise of the right and the ugly scenes that happened outside uh, Dáil Éireann. Have you seen a change? Well, I, I have seen a change in the discourse, the narrative. It has coarsened. There's no doubt about that. And I'm there's no wisdom that I'm bringing to that statement that hasn't already been said. Uh, but what I will say is that for everything, my philosophy is a very simple philosophy. Philosophy, For every one negative interaction that I have, which is political, there are tenfold the number of positive interactions that I have. And so people in the vast majority, 99.9% of the Irish people are positive and will make their decisions at the ballot box based on what they feel are in their best interests in a democratic way. And Irish people understand that democracy is fragile and they will not allow those who are undemocratic or fascistic uh, or seek to undermine democracy. I'm confident that they will not receive a mandate. The vast bulk of the Irish people are decent and thinking people. And as long as that remains, I have no fear about the rise of the far right. I think the politics remains largely in the centre-left, centre-right ground. And I don't see that changing fundamentally uh, over a long period of time. OK, Mike uh, says, Morning Patricia, I just would like to uh, thank the late Joe Sherlock, Sean's dad, and with Sean and Una all the best and to all of the staff. I'd like to thank them for all of the help they gave me in Bantry Hospital. That's from Michael O'Reardon who is from New Two Pot House and also from uh, Bantry. Uh, Sean, we wish you the best. I know, as I say, I know we will be speaking with you between now and the next uh, general election. But listen, you're always a pleasure whenever we contact you. You never leave us down for an interview, so we really do appreciate the, the 
with that and I very much appreciate that you came today to uh, share what is going to be I think for a lot of people are going to be really really upset about you making this decision but I can see it in you while you I, I can sense the emotion but I can also see that you're at peace with the decision and that's the important one so to you and Mary and the rest of the uh, family we wish you all the best and thank you for joining us in studio Thank you Patricia and I just want to say again to sincerely thank you for this and uh, again without Plan Moss and I mean it very genuinely the public service that you provide here it, it is vital because it allows for a discourse to take place where conversations take place between politicians and, and you, the journalist and presenter, in a way that is calm, which sheds light on an issue as opposed to heat on an issue. And long may you continue. You're very good. You're very good. Deputy Sean uh, Sherlock, uh, currently the Labour Doll Deputy for Cork East. Thank you for joining us in studio.